Welcome to the Women in Business Hub podcast, a slice of the internet dedicated to inspirational and educational content that will help you to grow your business, switch up your mindset for success, and build your big, beautiful, profitable empire. Love what you hear? Don't forget to join our Women in Business Hub community, plus advertise your business for free in our official online directory. You'll find all the links and a growing number of freebies and tools at womeninbusinesshub.com. Hello and welcome back to the Women in Business Hub podcast. It's been a minute since our last episode, but what can I say? COVID and holidays, sometimes the world just gets the better of you and you've just got to get through it. But we're back and wow, do we have a lot to talk about. I have to say for business owners, well, for everyone, it hasn't been the easiest few years, but particularly for business owners, we've had to adapt to a lot over the last couple of years with COVID and everything happening. But right now, I think personally is one of the most challenging pockets that we have been through um, because the landscape is just so different with the rising costs of living and everything from petrol to food escalating in price. We're just seeing a huge jump in the cost of living in general and we're also seeing a really big effect on the buying patterns of customers and clients. So people are warily spending their money and their decision-making process has really altered because they've got more strain on them, more stress on them with the the cost of living. So in today's episode, we're going to delve into that a little bit further and have a look at some things that we can do to counteract what's happening and to push through as a business and, and come out the other side of this challenging period. It was late 2008 that I made the decision to start my business and I went all in full time straight away. I'd left my job. I didn't have a lot of savings. I was single. I had a mortgage and I didn't have a fallback plan. I just went in thinking I've got so much passion and I'm good at what I do. How can I fail? But at that time, it was a very similar financial climate to what we're facing right now. We were basically smack bang in the middle of the GFC, the global financial crisis. And it was basically the whole world was a shit show. Big businesses were folding everywhere. There was huge pressure on everyone. Our rates were high uh, in terms of home loans and everything. The cost of living was high. It was when we first started to really feel the cost of petrol going up because before that it was so much cheaper. And so it was just this really big turning point for the world. And it was really, really stressful for a lot of people. So it really is similar to kind of what we're looking at now. There's different things that are causing it, but the outcome in terms of the pressure on everyday people, the cost of living skyrocketing way more than it really should year on year. And the run on effects that this has on businesses is really similar and something that we've seen before. I'm in a lot of Facebook groups for women in business and some of them are really good and some of them are rubbish that I end up leaving because it's just, you know, ridiculous memes. But something that I'm seeing um, that's just breaking my heart in a lot of the groups at the moment is these cries for help from women that have been in business um, either for a few months or for a few years 
and they're really struggling. They're saying that our sales are down. We're not getting any purchases on the website or our inquiries have just dropped off if they're a service-based business and they're really struggling to, you know, put food on the table and, and keep things going. So what I wanted to do today was share some of the things that I learned from going through this the first time, well, basically two times that I've been through it in the last 13 years or so. Uh, so there's things that we can we can learn from that and put into place now to help you through this trying period because it's likely that we're going to see this get a little bit worse or stay stay in this pocket for a little bit. Uh, it's not something that's going away tomorrow. With everything that, that's happening around the world, the things that are causing this are not likely to resolve themselves quickly. So that means that we need to be really resilient and really clever in the strategies that we come up with to counteract this and get through to the other side with a flourishing business intact. So how do we do this? Adobe Commerce recently released a report that has some really good statistics that can help us understand how the buying patterns of our clients or customers have been altered. So one of the things that they found was 76% of people plan to study online reviews before purchasing online. So this is a, a number that we see increasing year on year. And it's because as humans, we're becoming less and less trusting of information that we see on the internet. And we're becoming more and more trusting of social proof. So that means that you are you are like more likely to trust a review that your friend or Auntie Sue has given you about a local restaurant if she says they are the best oysters in town rather than if they post well we have the best oysters in town on their Facebook or off their website so this is something that we can use to our benefit because you should absolutely be getting reviews onto all the areas that you can do. So the ones that you really, really want to focus on um, are Google reviews, Facebook reviews. Uh, if your audience is really um, someone that goes on Yelp, jump on there. But you want to be getting reviews on as many places as possible and making sure that it's the places that your audience would go and check. And I know for like our marketing agency that we've had for 13 years, People wouldn't go on to Yelp for that. But if I was a cafe in downtown Midtown in New York, I would be all over Yelp because I know that that's where a lot of people are going to be looking to see if we're worth visiting. But reviews, we're going to do a whole episode on, on reviews because they are just so important to a business from many, many different <laughs> standpoints. But it is also something that so many of us just, we don't focus on, we don't put into our processes, we don't spend time asking for them. And testimonials are great, like testimonials are when someone gives you a review personally, like they email it to you, but you're the one that has to go and post it somewhere. But testimonials don't have as much weight as reviews because people don't trust them, because so many dodgy businesses make up their own testimonials. So over the years, they really have started to not to have as much weight as they used to. So reviews, especially in this era, is something you really want to be focusing on. 
one of the other things that came out in the Adobe Commerce report is that nearly 50% of people surveyed said they're more likely to purchase if the retailer offers a buy now, pay later scheme. So Afterpay, ZipPay, PayPal, Pay and For, any of those um, many service providers. And so we always think about um, using those things when we buy online, but it's not just for e-com. You can do it in a physical store or if you're a consultant selling services. And when you know that people are in this financially challenging climate, this is something really good that you can put into place because it doesn't take um, a lot of risk. It doesn't put a lot of risk on you. Um, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, so you need to check this out for yourself. But a lot of those services will take on the risk for you. But you need to check that out, um, as I said, and see the, the legalities involved. But it gives people the chance to purchase your service or purchase your product that they really want or they really need but not have to outlay all of the cash at once. So if they can then therefore afford that budgeting wise, whereas if they needed to pay it all up front, it was going to put too much strain on them. Again, that's something that you're going to be able to possibly win a client or win a customer where you couldn't have if you didn't offer that. So checking out things like, as I said, Afterpay and Zip Pay and all the well-known ones, but even looking at setting up your own payment plans Um, using Stripe uh, if you're a consultant or or things like that can be a really good option and definitely worth the time investigating and it's not it might not be something that all of your customers take up but if you have that on offer for the people that want it or need it it could be a really good idea uh, in the current climate. Another stat that I found really interesting in the research report is that 61% of shoppers said they were more likely to purchase if there were recommendations or personalized offers made to them. So what that tells me is we really, really need to be managing our database well uh, and collecting information so you can do these sorts of things. And so you've got, um, you know, platforms like active campaigns or um, Clavio, whatever you're using, make sure that you're using all of the all of the amazing capabilities it has built in, so you can be tracking them and adding data to their profile and understanding them better and understanding their behaviour better, so you can see what is of interest to them and make those sort of personalised reviews and and offers. For example, if you've got tracking on in active campaigns and you've got uh, scoring happening, so you can score someone. Um, so every time they open up uh, X or they visit page X on your website, it drops a bit um, of information into their profile on active campaigns. So you can be having a look at that and you then you'll, you'll know the people that are really, really keen uh, to purchase your product and they're the ones that you can make a special personalized offer to. And if that's what just it takes to get them over the line and to be able to help them with that, with your product or service, that is such a brilliant idea and something that you should be doing. So yeah, jump onto active campaigns or whatever CRM you're using and have a look at the capabilities that it has to be retaining more information about them, about your potential clients and their activity online and see what you can do to really step up that sort of capturing of of info because that's just going to become more and more important as the months roll on. 
Now, one of the other things to think about is the frame of mind of your potential clients and customers right now, because honestly, with what's happening and the fact that you're going down to the shopping center and a head of lettuce is upwards of $9, people are stressed. And when people are stressed, they don't have time to waste or they feel like they don't. That's one of the things that happens when we go into that stress mode. We don't want to feel like we're wasting time. We're generally more quicker to get angry or frustrated with something. So you want to make sure that your buying process is as seamless as possible. So when you're on your website, you want to make it absolutely easy to not only make the decision, but to go from looking to checkout. And yesterday I was on um, a website to purchase some theatre tickets and I thought I'm going to quickly get on there and do that. It's a show that we want to go to in a couple of months. And I was actually on the phone with my mum while I was doing it. And I said, oh, I'll jump on and get them now. So I jumped on, I'm clicking through and it would not let me go into the month that I wanted. And I was looking at it saying, I can't wait this out. And I was clicking it and hitting <laughs> hitting it with my finger. And if they have tracking um on their website they should that should flag as what they call click rage if someone's clicking clicking angrily furiously and nothing's happening but anyway I couldn't get through and then I realized it was because the way that they had set it up was just so unintuitive I actually couldn't click through and just select that date on the next month I had to go up select a whole different area move it to the next month and then go back in and click on the date and it's just little things like that you lose customers and I actually <laughs> got the shits and left the website so I haven't even bought the tickets and I was just about to sit down and buy $300 worth of tickets for us to go and see this show and now I haven't bought any and I mean I still want to go so I will still at some point remember that I have to go and do that but it was just such an annoying experience um using a phone that I was purchasing it on that I thought oh, I'm just gonna to have to do it later when I'm at a computer because it's just too rubbish but how many people do you lose if you're not providing an easy to use experience and especially on mobile device devices because people you have to be really passionate about something to either stick through a really crappy online purchasing environment on a phone, to either stick through it and, and push through and do it, or to remember to go back onto a computer at some point and get it. And if I wasn't super passionate about this, there's no way that I would go onto a computer later and do it. I'd just be like, oh, bugger it. I've got more exciting things I can spend $300 on. But that's just a really quick example of where I almost was lost as a customer yesterday and they almost lost $300 in value from me. Well, they actually have so far because the experience wasn't easy and it was frustrating and it wasn't a good customer centric experience. My next tip is how can you lower your cost of customer acquisition so you can therefore serve more customers and clients? So one of the ways that I would suggest is Look for opportunities to create a really good, really high quality referral pod. So kind of like um, those referral networking groups that are out there. And some of them are really good um, depending on what sort of uh, service or product that you have. But failing that, where can you 
find a couple of people that are very uh, aligned with your ideal customer. So they also serve the same sort of person, but they do something different and something that's really quite complementary. So if you're a graphic designer, maybe you can find a brilliant videographer, a website um, developer, a online advertising person, something that you know they share a very similar um, ideal client to you. They have the opportunity to be talking to the people that you want to work with, uh, but they don't provide your exact service. So you can refer to each other because if you can build a really good quality little pod like that, where you're constantly looking for referrals for each other, that is definitely something that you want to be doing now, but want to be doing long term. And my final tip today is how can you add more value to your product or service? And I am not saying how can you reduce your price because that is not what I'm about. I'm not about um, reducing your value. No, it's how can you add more value to it without damaging your profits? So if you're a consultant, it might be um, upgrading the service. So if they um, work with you to do X, you'll throw in Y um, for free. And that might be um, some additional templates or a how-to or a book that you've written or an ebook that you've written or a book that you've purchased en masse that you can give to your clients um, as a gift. Something that provides value to them and helps them. So when they sign up with you, not only are they getting the amazing service that they need that they've signed up for, but you're actually increasing the value that they give to them, making the whole thing more attractive. And if you're in e-commerce or commerce, what can you provide with that, with the product that they're purchasing that you know will really help them? And that could be a e-guide that you've put together on something that you know if they bought this product, they would really be interested in getting help with uh, on another topic that is really aligned. For example, if you sell a product that's aimed at children that are, say, I don't know, six to 10 years old, maybe because you know that the parents buying those products uh, have kids uh, or interested in things for kids, maybe you can throw in a free ebook that you make that is eight um, projects that you can do with your kids this school holidays or something like that and, and make it fun and make it pretty so it's, you know, in, an interesting read. But how can you add value so when they're getting whatever they're purchasing from you, there's something additional that makes that even more valuable and it's got to be good. It can't just be um, some crappy ebook that you threw together in an afternoon that has information that they don't care about. It's actually got to be valuable. But by including that as a freebie, as an up, like not even an upsell, as a freebie included in their purchase, so you can add more value to whatever that they were going to spend anyway, so it becomes easier for them to part with their money. And that's it. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. It's really good to be back. And by the by, we have just hit 500 plus members in our Women in Business Hub directory. So to celebrate, we're actually giving away free for life listings at the moment. So instead of paying 47 USD a year to be in the directory for a gold listing, you can get it completely free forever. So if you would like to jump on board and get one of our listings, uh, just head over to our Instagram um, and you will 
will find the special secret code that gives you that free gold listing for life. So head over there now. We would love to see you sign up for our directory. And it's just amazing that we've been able to help so many women connect so far. And we can't wait to see what the future is in store for this. Okay, have a great day. We'll see you again soon. La, 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 la. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Women in Business Hub podcast. We hope you loved it. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss all the gold we'll be dropping right here. Make sure to jump online and check out our library of tools and templates to help you build your empire at womeninbusinesshub.com. On the site, you'll find links to our free Facebook community. Plus, you can advertise your business for free on our official online directory. At The Hub, we're all about lifting women and business up. So if you thought today's app was a goodie, we'd love you to share it with another amazing woman to spread that love around. And that's it. Have a beautiful day, everyone. We'll see you next time.